Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. For those of you who may be new or wondering what on earth this is, uh, my name is Joe Zink. I am a pastoral leader, a lay pastoral leader in the Catholic Church. I work uh, within the Diocese of Green Bay. Uh, I um, happen to oversee three parishes in uh, in the Diocese of Green Bay over on the east side, uh, three rural parishes. And every day, uh, Monday through Friday, I take a look at the gospel of the day, make a few comments on it, some days a little more than others, some days less, and then we pray one decade of the rosary together. So today, uh, on September 1st, we will be uh, continuing through Luke as we started yesterday. We will pick up immediately following our gospel yesterday for those who enjoy following along uh, with the reading, we are going to read Luke chapter 4, verses 31 to 37. Luke 4, 31 to 37. So let's break open God's Word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus went down to Capernaum, a town of Galilee. He taught them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching because he spoke with authority. In the synagogue, there was a man with the, spirit, with the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out in a loud voice, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Be quiet, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down in front of them and came out of him without doing him any harm. They were all amazed and said to one another, What is there about his word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And news of him spread everywhere in the surrounding region. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so let's compare today's gospel with yesterday's. Remember, yesterday was the beginning of Jesus's ministry. Uh, we, we heard the infancy narratives where we would have had we started with chapters one and two. Uh, we, uh, we learned about John the Baptist and, uh, we, we, at least again, we would have and seen the baptism of Jesus and Jesus would have gone into the desert uh, to ponder. And so immediately when he comes out, yesterday he goes to the synagogue in Nazareth and he points to Isaiah, you know, 61, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor, etc. He sets out, this is what my mission is. This is what it's going to look like for the next 20 chapters. This is what you're going to be seeing me do. And we see that even here today. Now, the, the, what I want to compare and contrast, though, is the crowd at Nazareth, because that's where he was yesterday, the crowd was amazed as well. Use the word amazed yesterday, because again, he spoke with, with that authority, uses the word astonished here today, because he speaks with authority. They both recognize that in Christ, in Nazareth, and here he's in Capernaum. Now, Capernaum, brothers and sisters, is where in Mark's gospel, Jesus has a home. Uh, it's, it's where the center of his ministry is. So again, figure the Sea of Galilee, 
Galilee is in the north of Israel. Um, and the Sea of Galilee looks much like Lake Winnebago. If you are not from eastern Wisconsin, Google Lake Winnebago. You'll see it's long and and a little more thin, not nearly as wide as it, wide as it is long. And Capernaum would be Fond du Lac. It would be on the south side centered right there. And so that's where his home is. Uh, and so the fishermen that he knows are, are out fishing, you know, this Lake Winnebago style lake. I don't think they're spearing sturgeon, not to my knowledge. Although Peter does bring up 153 fish later in John's gospel, but that's a, that's a digression I don't need to make today. Anyway, so he went to Nazareth. They were amazed, but then they questioned him, didn't they? And said, mm, isn't this the son of Joseph? They remembered who he was because he grew up in Nazareth. And, uh, and they talked themselves out of being amazed. And Jesus challenges them. And they want to throw him off the, br- the brim of the hill. They want to kill him because he challenges them uh, as to a prophet is never accepted in his hometown. But he walks through their midst. Where does he walk to? He goes down to Capernaum. And he settles there. And he also speaks to them on the Sabbath. So let's figure this is a week later. He speaks to them. They recognize him as well. They're astonished as well, but they don't talk themselves out of it. They watch what he does, uh, which has expelled his demon from the man. Uh, and they say, they were all amazed. This is at the end here. After they, 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 were, they were astonished and, at the beginning because he spoke with authority. That, that was enough. Then he did this miracle. And then they were all amazed and said to one another, what is there about his word? For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits and they come out and news of him spread everywhere. Here's my point and the only point I'll make today. Brothers and sisters, I think God comes into our life daily and invites us to be astonished and amazed. I think there are days, brothers and sisters, that we allow ourselves to be that. And I suspect there are days we talk ourselves out of it. The sun shining here today in eastern Wisconsin. It came up beautifully. The moon last night, the full moon. Do we just sit there and wonder at it and beauty at the sunrise or the warmth that it gives us or the how it lights up the 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 land, and, and just its centrality to who we are and be astonished at it or, or, or the full moon that we're seeing and how it, in the middle of the night uh, one can walk by its light or its beauty. Uh, or do we look and say, well, really, you know, the sun isn't rising at all. The, the earth is actually moving around the sun and it's spinning on its axis. And, 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 that's what, and we're talking ourselves out of the scientific fact. Well, of course, that's exactly what happens. But do we allow ourselves to be astonished by God's setting the universe in motion and what that does for us daily, how we come to count on it, and, and, and we take it for granted in our life? That's such a simple example. Brothers and sisters, I could, I could use a thousand other examples the fact that you were able to get out of bed today and perhaps walk on your feet or, or see with your eyes the beauty of colors or hear with your, your ears the beauty of music or odd podcasts or, or the voice of your loved one 
or, or taste food this morning at breakfast and, and be astonished at its wonder and how it, 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 it tastes on your palate. You know, again, I think, brothers and sisters, God is present everywhere in all these ways. And I think we can go through routines and we can put God in a box and say, I know you. I know what you're about. And, and I know what this life is and I know what it's about. Or we can allow ourselves to see it new every day. As that wonderful song, Morning is Broken, uh, talks about that, that God recreates Every day, that first day, do we allow ourselves to be recreated with that and be astonished at the action of God? Because God is doing action all around us. And he invites us to be amazed and astonished and and to spread word of his goodness everywhere. We can put him in a box and say we know him. But as I've said before, in fact, I was reading this morning, my friends, uh, a meditation from Thomas Keating. And it says, you know, when we talk about God and we say things about God, it's really more unlike God than it is like God. Because God is so immense and we're only looking at him through the lens of our maleness or femaleness and our, our whiteness or blackness or, or Hispanicness and, and at this place and time in which we were raised. And God is so much beyond all of that. Brothers and sisters, I guess my point is God still has the capacity to be bigger. Maybe, maybe today we allow God to be God and to be bigger. And, and we don't form God in our image, but we allow God to form us in his. Let's pray. There is someone, something you'd like to pray for at this time as we pray through one decade of the rosary. I invite you to call it to mind. Let's begin, my friends, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The second glorious mystery is the ascension of our God. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, wherever you are, may your day be filled with every good blessing today. Today in uh, Kiel and New Holstein and St. Anna, it is the first day of school. So even as I'm doing this podcast, I was watching kids walk around Divine Savior Catholic School here. This was wonderful. So blessings to you and your families if that is the case with you as well. See you tomorrow.